The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? Welcome back. To another outstanding, fantastic, and exciting episode of Processing the Process. I am Brian Finch. Along with me, as always, is my good friend, Ryan Hope Bailey. Ryan, how you doing? Great. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, no complaints good. here. No complaints at all. Uh, we are two weeks out from free agency finally kicking off. Another milestone in the NFL season, the real right. start of the new season, the 2021 season. Uh, we got our first big signee, though, of this free agent class, and it's uh, a J.J. what? Yep, Tom Berman. He, uh, he's off to Arizona because his, his old bones can't handle any, uh, any cold weather. So he, he's going to the, the dry heat of Arizona. Where it's it's either you go to Arizona or you go to Florida when you get old. So right, and he's gonna fill his pockets mm-hmm. very handsomely. Thirty-one million dollars, twenty-three guaranteed. Correct. Sounds right. Damn. Yeah, man gets paid. Yep. Hell of a way to go out. So that leaves us with, uh, you yeah, know, not a whole lot of big, big names, but there's going to be some names left to sign still. Uh, we don't know what's going on with Dak Prescott, right? Right. We don't know uh, what's going Sean on. Watson. Yep. Uh, sounds like Von Miller should be a uh, free agent coming up soon here. He'll probably be the next biggest name. Right. And then you're yeah. probably looking at, I don't know, probably Allen Robinson. The story from Allen Robinson is nobody, no one from the Bears has contacted him. So That's not great. Yeah, basically that's them that that GM and coach admitting like, yeah, we don't stand a chance of bringing him back. Right. Yeah, it's not like we can say, hey, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl four years ago. True. For another team. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's free agency, and I can't wait for that to kick off because that will make doing our mock drafts and our uh, off-season predictions here a little easier. Uh, But in the meantime, we have a few teams to go over. Uh, We're going to start today with picks 12 and picks – no. What are they? Man, I just had this. 13 and 14. Picks 13, picks 14. See, that's why I need to have the awesome co-host that is Reinhold Bailey. What do I do? He checks up on me. So, yes, we need to talk Los Angeles Chargers first. Uh, Ryan, quick thoughts on where they stand as an organization to you. Chargers? Yeah. Uh, well, they just got their franchise quarterback, it seems like. Would you agree? It seems agree. like they got the hardest. So that's not a puzzle piece. 
the most they got the most complicated puzzle piece figured out and now they have to figure out the rest which really isn't much i think a lot of it's the um defensive side of the ball maybe a little bit of offensive line they have great skill positions austin ecker looks good hunter henry's probably on his way out but after that keenan allen michael Tom- or michael thomas <laughs> mike williams mike williams is way better than michael thomas who am i kidding no. Oh, no i'm kidding but um yeah i mean i think on, on the offensive side of the ball um they got it figured out maybe um this isn't really the draft, I feel like, for them to go after a defensive piece, though. Are, are you kind of feeling that as well? Well, they might be, if not the first, one of the first teams to be in the best player available kind of category. I really don't feel that there's a dire need in any one position and not even one side of the ball. You know, like you said, once you had that quarterback – now you can start addressing, all right, how how do we – literally, how do I get better tomorrow? If the yeah. draft was today, how do I make my team a more competitive, a better team starting tomorrow? And, yeah, it's going to be all over the place. Right. But, yeah, like I said, Herbert coming off a stellar uh, rookie season, I mean – Blew our expectations out of the water. A lot of people didn't think he was NFL ready. Some people didn't think he was NFL ready. Um, I mean, the the light was the lights were shining bright on Joe Burrow. So Justin Herbert kind of had to sit in the back, like, "Oh, you fools, just wait on me, then wait on it." Right. And then uh, Tyrod Taylor does what he does best. Um, gave the reins to a better quarterback, except for Nate Peterman. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> <Joe> Bills. <laughs> but no, um, Justin Herbert's amazing. They have the hardest. Uh, hardest piece figured out so I agree kind of in a way lucked into that pick you know we knew they were going to be taking a quarterback so it wasn't luck that they took a quarterback it's just luck that they weren't the first team to take a quarterback and they ended up with the best one and not just a best one like a best one in a long time that out the gate just look legit probably since like what Cam and RG3 yeah, I was even thinking like, luck. luck. Yeah, J- making throws that. But just... but that's the thing, Herbert didn't have the hype that Luck, RG three, and Cam had coming in. True, Herbert was just like, okay, he's quarterback, probably three, because you got to think most people had two or two. Burrow won. Yeah, so he didn't and have nearly the hype those guys had. Wanted and it, it came in a way that. You know, the year before, people were thinking, like, hmm, does Justin Herbert come out this year? Should he go back to school? And he went back. And with going back, um, it actually hurt him. You know, he ends up going the third as the third quarterback. Right. And he did not have as good of a year his last year as he did the year before that. So it it was out of nowhere. But at the same time, the traits make sense. The reason that he excelled his first year is because, one, that arm. Two, his pocket presence. And three, he walked into a situation that was vastly underrated. You know, right. you already said those those wide receivers, you know, Austin Eckler. Um, he didn't even you know, have Eckler he, for he a lot of the season either. True, true. Um, an average offensive line, probably a little below average, actually. It's not, it's it's not just, the, that's just Chargers offensive line, just always going to be average. That's the way it goes. 
Do they still have Chance Warmack? <laughs> Who? You're right. Uh, isn't it, it, I hear Joe Mario talk about him in his podcast. He's got to be in the AFC East. He might be. He might be. He's on it. Um, all right. So let's look at um, their cap situation going into this year. Let's go into 21. He's with the Titans. He's with the Wait. Titans. No, he was drafted by the Titans. Hold on. We got something going here. He's with the Steelers. This is 2021 to present, so they must have just. Who am I thinking of then? There was another, like, middle-of-the-road guard that I was just like, meh. Eh, whatever. Uh, $161,503,893 for the San Diego. I'm sorry. The Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers are then more or less $20 million under the floor. That's that's the floor. We still don't know the final number, but the NFL said no less than $180 million. So cool. Lots of room to re-sign their own players. Uh, Lots of room to go out and sign people in free agency. No big holes. We already said that. Uh, But I would start addressing the secondary, in my opinion. Because, one, you have trouble staying healthy. Two, you're kind of old. You know, you, you got Chris Harris. Uh, you, you got uh, Casey Hayward. You know these these guys are nice players, but I still think that they're in a position where, especially playing in the AFC West, you know, what I mean, that's some pretty good offenses you're going to be going up against. Right. So I think they need to sure up that stuff. Ryan, let's. Do you want to go free agency first, or do you want to go uh, talking about draft? We can do free agency first, then we'll do draft. Okay. So, top free agent secondary player is Richard Sherman. I don't see that happening. I would rather Pat Pete. Right. Not officially a free agent yet. um, We talked about it on two points tonight, though. With that signing of J.J. Watt, that's a lot of money going to one player. And I feel like the person who's going to be affected by that is probably going to be Patrick Peterson. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. They could pay him. Could definitely afford to pay him. Um, Sorry. Everything's running a little slow here on the free agency website. Almost there. Almost there. Okay, here we are. Um, Do you... Hmm. Do you like this name? How about this? AJ Boye, recently released from the Denver Broncos. Do like that. He's 30. So they're not necessarily getting younger. Right. Patrick Peterson's 31. So neither one of those guys would be getting you younger. I think I think either of those names though are are, are good. CB2s. I mean, Casey Hayward is like crimin- like one of the more criminally underrated corners, but his issue is health. Mm-hmm. And who do you feel most confident in stepping in there if he goes down? Either one of those guys would be great paired with Chris Harris. So That's true. Um, Patrick Peterson more the turn and run cover corner, and then A.J. Boye more the 
physical kind of a zone corner. So right. de- definitely two different skill sets um, being asked to be applied. Who else? Who else? Who else? So well, let's look at spots where they don't need to be filled in at. Okay. That's a better way of looking at this. I feel like when healthy, their safety tandem is top three in the league. Absolutely. Derwin James, certified stud, Nasir Adderley, stud. Yep. So I feel like they're great at safety, no issue. I agree. Edge rusher now, you can talk me into it. Um, that's it. I don't know. Like, I feel like Melvin Ingram's always has the potential to be on the move. I don't know. We know Joey Bosa, stud. Um, so who do we want to fill in there for Melvin Ingram? So that I think edge rusher would be a big spot. I'm okay with um, interior defensive line for the most part. So if I'm the Chargers, I'm looking at um, edge rusher and corner for me. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> edge rusher's names would be like Ngakwe. Uh, um, you got Carl Lawson from coming out of Cincinnati. Um, the, the, the constant free agent that is Jadavian Clowney. You know, yeah, I mean, you, Clowney. Yeah. Imagine that enjoy Joey Bosa. Wow. Right. Uh, Leonard Williams probably will not be retained from the Giants. At least that's what early speculation is saying. Um, you could dip into, you know, the, some more of the veteran names, and you could go with a guy like um, Justin Houston. Um, Ryan Kerrigan is a big name right now that a lot of people are talking about. He's Ryan he probably, Kerrigan seems like a good fit. And he wouldn't cost you a lot of money. Yeah. You would think that he's taking a cheaper deal at his age. He's 32, 33 already. So he could be a guy that if even if they kept Ingram, they go and grab him and just like a rotational piece there. I would not. Oh man, that would just be like a you know, spoils of riches, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh Man, there's nobody else that really stands out. Wow, Marcus Hunt is 34 already? When did that happen? 34 years ago. <laughs> they came up quick. Uh, Trey Hendrickson is a name that's very popular. How much cap space you say they have? Uh, they like, got about $20 million dollars to, to, okay. to spend. Give I think Hendrickson's going to get at least 10. He had 11 sacks. But... Yes. Uh, it's very weird this year, right? The COVID year. Mm-hmm. People are going to be frugal. They're, they're not oh, going to yeah. want to hand out big contracts. So p- players are going to be, like we've already said, multiple episodes of probably a record number of one-year deals are going to be signed, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Okay. So, Ed Rusher cornerback two positions that are very doable in free agency to help them address um not holes right because we, we already said like there's no real holes on these team they're this team but you know areas that we'd like to see them improve at uh right. ha- let's go to a sneaky one uh i think running back is a sneaky need for the los angeles chargers Austin Eckler's fun. He's nice. He's definitely a modern-day running back. Heavy usage in the past game, but 
as far as in between the tackles pounding the ball, he's probably not your guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Austin Eckler guy. I don't know. I think I think he's shown enough to be that that three down guy. But but no, I I totally see what you're saying. You know, getting near the end of the game, someone that can just really wear out a tired defense. I'm with you on that. A bigger body guy. And I don't I I don't see Josh Kelly being that guy. So um this would this would be the class to do it. To go and get a back. So like how about this thing? A Kenyan Drake. Interesting. Steps away from being a premier back, a, a, a number one, and gets to slide into a backup role. Probably a better usage of his talent. Right. Would he like that, though, you think? I don't know. He seems one of those guys that's like a hothead to me. He might Trade him Zach Moss. Zach Moss would be perfect. <laughs> uh, but no, Kenny and Drake, I, I could see it. Um, Leonard Fournette's a free What about like a Chris Carson? Yes. Yes. That would be nice. I like that. A, can I interest you in a Le'Veon Bell? Mm, no, I don't think so. No? No. How about... I'm good on that. How about... <laughs> a Wayne Gallman. No. He actually impressed yeah. me during the year. Yeah, I mean, as much as he can, I guess. No, 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 no. Just having fun, just having fun. So I think Chris Carson's probably my favorite fit. Um, if they didn't have Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones would be a nice Aaron Jones would be great, yeah. Pass yeah. catcher through the tackles guy, but absolutely. Yeah. Uh and then um Marlon Mack coming off injury. Is a name Ooh, that I, that's an interesting one, yeah. Yeah. Tough I think Marlon Mack might be my favorite one, yeah. Tough to predict how he's going to be coming off that injury. Uh, James Conner, you know, in a backup role wouldn't be bad. Yeah. That's just the thing. I, I think we need to just – while this is a pretty nice list of running backs for free agency. I think it's a lot of guys that need to accept the idea that you're not premier backs and that's okay. Cause there's not many premier backs. Nope. Running back is dying position. Unfortunately, I think. Yeah. Especially like paying running backs. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. My text. She's close to the mic. Oh, uh, Max. Uh, Max. Tex wants some airtime. Yeah. Per the use. Per the use. All right, let's get to the draft situation for them. How's this? I'm down. Let's do it. I mean, that, that, that's the point of our show, right? Yeah. So the number one team needs from our friends at the Draft Network are as follows. Offensive tackle, interior offensive line, cornerback, edge, linebacker, wide receiver, tight end, and so on and so forth. So positions that we've already listed, positions that we already talked about in free agency, but we didn't necessarily like the offensive tackles or interior offensive linemen. That's why I didn't even bother bringing them up. That's available in free agency. So their best route is probably going draft. Ryan, who should they be targeting at pick 13? Um, one of the 
top tackles. I'm looking at Rashawn Slater, Samuel Cosme, Christian Derrissaw. I don't think Panaisu will be there. Or if you're really feeling into it, a guard, go jump a little, little early on Elijah Vera Tucker. I think that's too much for my liking. But for me, I'm I'm personally going Slater, Cosme, Derrissaw. I'm going that route. On your big board, which we will do a big board at some point, we will each, they'll be way close to the draft. They'll be sometime in April we'll do that. But let's imagine we both have a big board right now. Is Elijah Vera Tucker in your top 15? No. You don't think so? No. See, to me, he's so impressive as at his position. While I, I know that interior offensive line, especially guard, um, you get pushed down the line as far as positional needs for any team. Um, right. He just seems like he's above your normal rookie interior guys coming up. No, yeah, I mean, he's a clear-cut OG1. Yeah. But because I don't know. Because I think, he is guard, you would push him down. To right, him. and oh, – okay, yeah, yeah, since we're just talking about Elijah Vera Tucker. Yeah, I mean, he's close. Probably okay. top 20. There, okay, there, that's where it is for you. I get that. Somewhere between 15 and 20 for you. That's probably yeah. the right value. Okay. Um. So he's the top interior offensive lineman, and then they would be jumping on him very early, and then they were probably looking at, at worst, offensive tackle four, but probably three. So, sorry, offensive tackle what? Three or four at worst. It's he would be the fourth. They're gonna grab the fourth tackle. Yeah, absolute worst. You're grabbing. I think at worst you're grabbing three. Okay. I would I mean Panisul is a lock. Yep. And then I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, probably three. Slater, Cosme, Dersa. Yeah. You're you what one of those three is locked in to be available. Actually I did that. Two two, two of those two of those three are available. Yeah. Guaranteed. And that's not a bad position to be just sitting there and waiting for that to happen. You know what I mean? The nope. whole time knowing what your your biggest needs are, what you want to do. You want to help Justin Herbert, and you don't necessarily need to go after a wide Although, if <laughs> if something weird happens and a Jalen Waddle is there. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I'd probably well, I mean, you got to think on the on the draft network, their, uh, their, their big board, Slater, Cosme, and Darisaw are 11, 13, and 15, respectively. Right. So I mean, you're not reaching there. Those are that's good value. Yeah, it's a great spot to be in. Where they are as a franchise, you know, you, there's a few things you check off the list, right? You in today's game, you need a quarterback. You need guys that affect the pass game on defense, and you need guys that help the quarterback on offense, right? That's what you need to do. They have those things. They have Bosa. They have Herbert, and they have. Um, you know, any one of those wideouts you want to name, like yeah, Keenan Allen, yeah, yeah, Mike Williams. So that's cool stuff. That's that's at, <laughs> to be where we thought they were gonna be by like, oh, there goes Hill Rivers, end of an era. You know, who knows what the Chargers are gonna be like? Literally, we were like, oh, they're gonna go with Tyrod. It's gonna be terrible. The, the offense is gonna be so boring and vanilla. And then he gets stabbed with a needle, and next thing you know. Off goes Justin Herbert, and right, yeah. and now here we are in March, 
March 1st. And we're talking about a totally different team. Yeah, at one point we were like, look at this loser surfer kid they just drafted. Look at his stupid hair. <laughs> now look at him. Now look at him. Who's all laughing tr- now? All trimmed up. Bretta surfs up. Yeah, we thought, we thought he was going to trim that hair and be terrible. No, no, no. He just got better. Yep. The goat. The goat. Um, okay. How about this then? Um, what if they trade back? Let's say that for whatever reason, either one of those first three quarterbacks, obviously not Trevor Lawrence. Ooh, I have a good scenario for you. Okay, here we go. I'll let you take it. Trey Lance falls. Okay. Washington football team calls the Chargers. Hey, we want this Trey kid. Or it doesn't even have to be Trey Lance. Let's say Trey Lance is gone and they're like, okay, well, we need to go up and make a move. So we got to go get Mac Jones. Either of those guys are on the And you move back to what, 19? I feel like if, if you go back to 19, you're still in play for one of those three tackles. I 100% agree. And now you also open it up that you could probably take. So you move back to 19. You picked up another first for the next year. You probably picked up a second and like a fourth or something this year. Like that's probably what yeah. it is. You're going to swap first. You get another first. And then you get a, definitely the second round pick, maybe even the third. Um, now you're in perfect position to address your cornerback, right? Like Asante Samuel now is within striking range. Um, the te- uh, the TCU safety is Kevin now. Murray. Yep, he's in striking range. You know, and and with draft picks come availability to moving up and down the draft again. You you have a specific grade on a, a player that you know that you need to fill the need with. And now you can use those picks to move back up and go and get them. All right. And yeah. let's say you do trade back with Washington and those three guys are gone. Or maybe you trade back knowing like, Hey, if those guys are gone, I'm fine with taking a Tevin Jenkins or, or a Jalen Mayfield or something like that. So, I mean, this is the, this is the class if you're looking for a tackle or an offensive line, or maybe then they, they, they can grab, um, Elijah Vera Tucker there, right in front of the Bears. Yeah, which is like my favorite like match. Right, there. I don't know why, but um, yeah, I mean this is like the perfect draft for them to if they want to move back, acquire more assets, and still get a starting caliber tackle. Yeah, man, the tackle class is loaded. Yep, loaded, loaded. I mean, when a guy like Alex Leatherwood is like six or seven, it's crazy. I know he. I guess he did not do great at the Senior Bowl practices, right? But right. I think the tape will speak for itself. So good news for you, Los Angeles Charger fans. You are in great position, and I don't think you'll get your first pick wrong. I just don't think it'll happen. I think you'll I be don't fine. Think so, uh, let's go to the Minnesota Vikings now. Pick fourteen. Um, okay, same thing except Justin Herbert. Uh, have a good night. Later. <laughs> well yeah they're they're in a slightly different position where they have a guy in Kirk Cousins that he's fine he's fine he's better than average but just better he's he's like the Kirk Cousins is like like in middle school I'm not even gonna try and do this analogy I don't even know where I'm going with this he's like the guy he's like the girl that you're like yeah She's cute, but I could do better, but I just want to have a girlfriend. So you just go with Kirk. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I was that guy. I think, I, I think that's the the girl. No offense I to Kirk. Kirk. Kirk's very Kirk's very handsome. Very but, handsome. But uh, but no, um, that contract is not handsome. So no, thirty-one million dollar cap hit this year. Thirty million dollar cap hit. A dead cap of forty-one million dollars. He accounts for sixteen point three six percent of their cap. Good gravy. That's not Oof. good. Uh, what's worse than not good is that uh, they're at two hundred thousand and change in their cap this year. So twenty million over today. So we don't have to talk about free agents long for the Vikings. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. It might be in our better interest to try and figure out the best cut character um, candidate. So Justin Jefferson. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, let's go with Riley Reef. Riley Reef is making seventeen million and change. If he gets cut, it'll be three million and change. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's something. I mean, I don't. I'm kind of surprised that uh, Riley Reef's not very good, in my personal opinion. No. But guess what, Vikings fans. We sound like a broken record, but this is the draft class for you. Right. Absolutely. Cut that man. Cut that man. And he only costs you $3,700,000. Off the top of your head, where did Riley go to college right now? Iowa. Bam. Okay. Uh, $14 million will be saved there. Let's go to Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr is slated to make... Fifteen million dollars, but he is a dead cap of seven million dollars, just under eight. Remember so, when Anthony Barr was a jet for like twenty-five minutes? Yes, I do remember that. Was that last year or two years ago? Two, two years ago. No, no, he hasn't been the same since Josh Allen heard of him. Yeah, I think it was the year after that. Okay, so yeah, last year. Uh, the next highest paid player is Adam Thielen, but they're not cutting him. Uh, then it's Eric Kendricks. If they cut him, it'll save roughly $3 million because he's a dead cap of nine and a cap hit of 12. So they would save $3 million. Okay, Ooh, okay. Here's a good one. Kyle Rudolph. Uh, cut that old man, please. Nine million four hundred fifty thousand dollars. My, my, my fantasy team is hoping for that. <laughs> a dead cap of four million three hundred and fifty thousand, and that's kind of where the savings really kind of dry up. So they could definitely do this. I mean, I'd even bring up Daniel Hunter. They would save five million and change. If they cut him. So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I think the days of the Minnesota Vikings flirting with the idea of being a playoff team and or a deeper run into the playoff team, I think those days are done. Yeah. I mean, Justin Jefferson's nice, you know, but he can't do everything. And Delvin Cook is nice, but he definitely can't do everything. And that no, defense he is, and that defense is not good, right? 
It's yeah, probably not. I mean, they have, their secondary is pretty good. Um, Cam Dantzler, Jeff Gladney, Mike Hughes, Harrison Smith, Anthony Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, do you remember this name, Cordrea Tankersley? Oh my gosh, I didn't even know where that dude was. Okay. He's a Viking, I take it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a starting Viking, I take it? Oh, he's it. like fourth string on here, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'll happen. But yeah, um, other than other than Cordrea Tankersley, they have a pretty good secondary. Okay. But an aging, or not aging. Um, how old is um, Harrison Smith? He's, he's is he in his thirties? There's no way. Yeah, he's thirty-two. Yeah. Um, he's very good. Um, Anthony Harris is average, so that's that's another spot that they could um, upgrade there in the defense. Safety, safety is the third biggest need from the draft network. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, that would make sense. They got interior offensive line, interior defensive line, safety, offensive tackle, and then a whole bunch of things that everybody needs. Quarterback is their last biggest need, which I find kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Sure is. All right. Let's look at some free agents that they cannot sign but they might be able to if they cut a whole bunch of their scrubs. And by scrubs, I mean starting guys that should not be being paid as much as they do. Right. First things first. Uh, Let's look at how do they address the interior defensive line if it were to be through free agency. And the answer is there are no great answers. Okay. (laughs) The answer is, let's see here. You're looking at defensive tackles. Hmm. Not great, Bob. Should we move to the draft? (laughs) Uh, Puna Ford. Nope. Uh, DJ Jones. Cal Pico. Okay. I'm getting nauseous. This is it's a not bad, great. No, dude, it's a bad free agent class. Kawan Short. There, there go. you go. There, Finally, there, there's one. You can't pay him, though, so on to the next. Yes. Uh, the next biggest need is offensive, interior offensive linemen. Probably not in free agency, like we already said. Bills cut Feliciano, go after. I don't know, dude. I don't know. No. They're going to have to draft. They <laughs> are. They are. They're going to have to. Yeah. Well, they. they not even because of availability, availability, but they just don't like. There's nothing like no. that I'm gonna want to pay. No. Uh, safety, like Delano Hill from Seattle. I mean, mm-hmm. he's only 26. Uh, Josh Jones from okay. from Jacksonville. Okay, pretty good answer. But I mean, when you're talking about these guys, these are guys that are going to demand bigger contracts. You know, Kenny Robinson from Carolina, he's only That's 22. A fun one. Yeah. But it's so hard to predict. That yeah. I can't wait until the first tier of free agents go cuz then we can really see 
where the money's being spent and how yeah. people are viewing this year. Right. And teams that are in good cap situation, man, I, I would actually think that they're going to leverage this year and just like wait everybody out. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be, the, be the move. We're not going to put out our best offer first. We're going to let you go like, here's our offer. Oof, I don't like it. And then that guy goes and talks to 16 other teams, finds out that, oh, yeah, no one wants to pay me any great money. <laughs> and then he comes back to the Jaguars. Or then he right. comes back to whatever the, you know, the big, the non-cap hit teams. So, bad news for Minnesota Vikings fans. Like we already said, you are rebuilding through the draft. But that's okay. Because that's what we like to talk about. So this is when we get excited. That we do. Um, so remember those three names I was talking about for the Chargers? Yeah. Insert those names here as well. <laughs> um, we'll call those the Riley Reef and Sam Tevy replacements. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashawn Slater, Cosme, Christian Darissa. We'll even throw Jalen Mayfield in there if you want. Okay. Or, uh, or uh, Tevin Jenkins. Sure. Uh, about this. Um, so that was if they cut Riley Reef. Let's say they keep Riley Reef for whatever God, who knows reason. Uh, now they instead cut Anthony Barr. What do they do now, Ryan? Uh, I mean, if Micah Parsons is there, that's a nice name. Mm-hmm. But the more realistic name, Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa, probably. Yeah. Notre Dame. Mm hmm. Um, I think it's a little too early for a, um, a Nick Bolton or a Zayvon Collins. So, JOK, that's who I'm looking at. Zayvon Collins has got his fan club. You know he I mean? does have a little bit of a fan club. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna you're gonna have a section of the draft community who's gonna be like, oh, why don't why don't people like Zayvon Collins? It's like, well, because he played for Tulsa, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the best player on the field every time he played for Tulsa, but it's a different story in the NFL. So, right. Uh, okay. Um, how about this? Oh, Harrison Smith just got cut. Man, who saw that coming? Ryan, what do they do in the draft now? Uh, trade back. Exactly. Trade. Oh, is that out. Were, you, were you trying to get the trade back the whole time? No, no, no. It's just, oh, okay. that's, I mean, that's just the reality that you don't trade. You know, you don't draft your safety there at pick 14. Yeah, if, like I said, if I'm the Vikings or the Chargers, I'm calling everybody that wants a quarterback, like, hey, Mac Jones um, had a private workout with him. Oh, he can throw a ball. You might want to come up and get him before we take him type thing. Hmm. Not that they would ever take a quarterback, just like trying to tell people to come up there and get him because other teams are calling. That's what I'm getting at. But should they? Take a quarterback? Yeah. Nah. Too many other holes, especially on the line. Well, right. I kind of think they need to look at it this way. You're not competing for nothing, man. Like, your team is not ready to compete with the Packers. So you're not right. winning the division. So now you're having you're going to have to play every game on the road, and you're going to have to go up against probably the Niners again. Uh, Seattle's still going to be there. Uh, Arizona just got J.J. Watt, so watch out. So, I mean, would you rather have – I mean, I guess you're looking at Trey Lance or Mac Jones here or get 
a surefire tackle in the first and then wait in the second round and grab a like a trask yeah nah if no if if that's the case you know i i'm not gonna sit around and, and wait until the second round to draft a quarterback as the heir apparent to um your cousins i i think that you would go into it thinking that we take kyle um Trey Lance or Mac Jones. I would think that everyone has. It's so tough to read Trey Lance. How many do you think most teams have a first round grade on Trey Lance? Yes. Okay. Do you think most teams have a second round grade on Mac Jones? Or do you think he gets some first round love? I think I I, I would say is more first round grade, uh, grades than second. Okay, so if one of those two teams is available, um, one of those two quarterbacks available for them, then yeah, you pu- you pull the trigger then, especially because that's, you know, you're gonna be cutting your starting left tackle, you're gonna be starting cutting your starting middle linebacker, you may be cutting your starting safety, like there's so many guys that I just don't think are gonna be around anymore, and it's it's reset time, isn't it? You just saw Detroit reset. Um, you, you know the Bears are close to having to reset. Maybe you get you get the jump on the Bears, right? Yeah. And you start to reset this year. You draft your quarterback, but you roll into it knowing that our offense is pretty good. Our defense just has to be average. Right. Yeah. No. That 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 does make sense. I don't know. I just can't see them taking a quarterback. I really can't. You're probably right. I mean. This is just me thinking, like, if they were to be forward-thinking and, and, and trying to take a real hard look in the mirror. But then again, I mean, you're talking about, you know, um, uh, Mike Zimmer. He knows this is his last shot. Like, yeah. if, he, if, he, if they don't make the playoffs this year, he's probably getting fired. No, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So he's in a tough spot. It is, yeah, for sure. I mean – yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like – I wasn't even really thinking about – like I wasn't even anywhere near that until you said something like that. But mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Mac Jones doesn't have he, the whole athletic ability that Kirk Cousins did when he was younger. I mean, the, the, the thing about Mac Jones, though, is he's got the word of like a very, very, very respected head coach in Saban. Yeah. So, and like everything coming out, like Mac Jones is like one of the smartest quarterbacks, like in a long time. So, but the only thing that's like the only thing that's holding him back is Mac Jones isn't mobile, as mobile. If Mac Jones is mobile, like then we're talking about a completely different prospect. So, oh yeah, then you're probably. I mean, he's you know top ten. Yeah, he's worth a top ten pick then instead of. Yep. I mean, Mac Jones is, is so, so interesting. Such an interesting story to follow along with. Yeah. I, I actually think that he his biggest uh, weakness is it's not even his fault. You just look at the talent around him. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's going to say, of course he looked good because he had Devontae Smith. Of course he looked good. He had Jalen Waddle. Of course he looked good. He had that offensive line. Of course he looked good. He had Najee Harris. Like, all those are going to be Even before that, Jerry Judy. He had, like. Right. Right. But, I mean, you, you can you can watch him and and notice the things that he does well. 
you know, he, he does make adjustments at the line. Uh, it does seem like he understands where pressure is coming from. I think his pocket awareness, while not being, like we've said over and over again, he's not athletic, but he moves well in the pocket. He manipulates oh, yeah. the pocket just fine. Like he has no right, problems yeah. getting, you know, getting away from pressure. Um, yeah. <laughs> not that I would ever wish for him to go up north to Minnesota, but. They got a cool stadium. They sure do. They got a great stadium. Yeah. It's like a it's like a glass Viking ship and a great weapon to throw to or t- two weapons three I mean I I like Irv Smith but f- four Delvin oh, Cook Delvin. Justin Jefferson Adam Thielen yeah great weapons not a great offensive line though no and that's the thing if they don't take one in the first round it's a huge drop off once you get to the second round huge drop off big and time. The- the skull clap, you know? Yeah. yeah. And the horn thing. That... <laughs> All right, Mac Jones, we just sold it to you, buddy. It's okay. You yep. can go to Minnesota. Okay. Heck yeah. Brian, I don't think we have anything else we need to do today. Nah. I'll make this short and sweet. Uh, next week, uh, recording's up in the air. Don't know what day we're going to be doing it yet. Uh, I have some personal stuff going on. I'm actually in the process of selling my house. Ooh, adulting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't even know. This may end up affecting the draft. Watch this. I'm going to be closing on my house, house like the weekend of the draft. It's going to be the worst. I can already picture now. Honey, hold on. Hold on in this house. <laughs> Call the sellers. <laughs> tell, tell them to push it back just like four days. May, May 2nd will be there. Yeah. So yeah, next week we hope to have you. We're we're gonna try and stick to this Wednesday schedule, Wednesday ish. Um, but I do know that as long as nothing changes, on the seventeenth, our good friend Joe Marino should be making another appearance. Um, and then as we get into April, uh, Bruce Nolan will be making another appearance back on the program. And Ryan's going to reach out to Chris Trapasso for us, right? Yep. Now, now Chris already did show and uh, expressed interest. And he said, yes, I want to come back on. Uh, we just had to figure out scheduling because his podcast and our podcast are kind of the same days of recording. So it makes it a little tricky. Um, but yeah, we just, I want to get more draft minds because there's only so much of you guys wanting to listen to just us as complete you want to amateurs. listen to the smart people right we're hobbyists this is just a hobby this we have other guys that are actually like they get paid to do this yes. they, they, I mean? they make money to do this yes and they're very smart and they they are more than grateful to give their time to us so we're going to take advantage of that so we are in the process of booking more of those people and man it's going to just ramp up if the like the 17th is free agency and then once we're there, we're five weeks out from the draft, which is exciting. Hell yeah. yeah. So good stuff. Uh, next week, we are on to picks 15 and 16, right? Yes, which is, yep. wow, the New England Patriots at pick 15. That just sounds well, so I thought, weird. I thought they, like, bought real estate at pick 32. <laughs> They sold it when they uh, let Tom Brady go. Yeah, right. And then the uh, Arizona Cardinals. So New England Patriots and the J.J. Watt. 
Cardinals. There he is. There's Berman. There he is. So that's it. And uh, the only thing else we have left to say is, Ryan. Subscribe to the show. If you're new, if you enjoyed it, leave us a like, leave us a review, um, leave us a comment, share with your friends, family, dogs. Yeah, share with share with your dogs because like we're dog like I'm well I'm a dog guy. Brian's more of a cat guy himself, but he he can appreciate doggos. He can appreciate Tex. Tex wants to talk to other doggos. Draft I, doggos. Yes, I love Tex. Yes. So um, yes, subscribe. Uh, we did. We have a new high in listeners. Correct. Yeah. We, we are did at twenty twenty six. And change twenty six hundred some change. Yep. Um unique listeners last month Mm -hmm. so to those of you that tuned in thank you very much we appreciate you i'm surprised you guys are still with us um with that said thank you subscribe and let's 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 get those numbers up some more for next month yeah and we asked for 2500 and you guys gave us 2600 so cannot thank you enough uh keep on checking us out on two point we are on your tuesday shows over there at Two Point Conversation. Uh, We have one more episode of Crafting and Drafting. We will be recording this week, Thursday, which means that it will come out. Pull my calendar real quick. The The 12th. The 12th, yes. will be the last Crafting and Drafting for Season 1. We will be back Season 2 for a whole bunch more of beer drinking and silliness. um, what's the word I'm looking? Banter. Banter. Right word. Banter. We absolutely banter from time to time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, all you out there in football land. Uh, and until next time, keep on processing that process. Go Bills. Do you trust the process? Respect the process.